Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is the Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at Western New York with news, features, and special guests. Now, here's your host, Brian Rusk. Welcome to the Rusk Report on the bet, 1520, blanketing 17 states and much of Canada. As we have received at the station letters as far away as Scandinavia and New Zealand with our 50,000 watts of clear channel power. Back by popular demand, we have Edward Cox. He's the former chairman of the New York State Republican Committee, showed a great statesman-like behavior and diplomatic skills in that capacity from 2009 to 2019. And he and John Fossil, former congressman, are leading the efforts for redistricting. A little um, background information of his political involvement. Ed Cox has assisted Republican candidates in New York at all levels in numerous election cycles. In the 94 state election, Cox played a key role in electing George Pataki, a dear friend of all of ours, and Dennis Vacco, attorney general. Uh, Cox was rumored to be considering a run for governor in 06. If then Governor George Pataki opted not to seek re-election, Pataki did not run again, but Cox later chose instead to seek the seat held by incumbent U.S. Senator Hillary Clinton in the 2006 New York U.S. Senate election. However, after Pataki endorsed a rival, Republican Westchester County District Attorney Janine Pirro for Senate Cox announced in 2005 he was no longer running. Uh, really a great diplomat and statesman, a lot of class. He never gives up. He learned so many of these diplomatic and statesmanlike skills from his late father-in-law, the great president of the United States, Richard Milhouse Nixon. Let's first talk, uh, and, and Nixon is a good uh, way to start this discussion about China. It was so unusual 50 years ago when a conservative Republican president opened the door to these communist regimes for trade and economic development. Where are we with China today? Edward Cox. Oh, well, first, Brian, it's great to be on your show again, and thank you for that overly generous introduction. Well, what uh, President Nixon visited, he was driven by the Cold War and the desire for the uh, Soviet Union to, in fact, uh, uh, lose the Cold War. And splitting the communist bloc was very important to that. And the visit to China in 72, in fact, uh, under the leadership of his successors, President Reagan and Bush 41, the, uh, in fact, the Soviet Union 
was dissolved and uh, communism became on the was thrown in the trash heap of history. Uh, but there was also within China a new leader came uh, came up, Deng Xiaoping, and I met him in 1979 with President Nixon. This small person, small in stature, his feet didn't touch the ground, and his chair is chain smoking cigarettes, bouncing up and down. And uh, his basic theme was, it's glorious to be rich. Uh, and the Chinese entrepreneurial spirit took off under that kind of leadership. And for the next 30 years, uh, China be, grew into being the second largest economy in the world. Uh, now their GMP per capita is one-sixth of ours because they have more than a billion people. But it, they did become economically, as a country, very strong. In 2012, uh, a new leader was selected who was not one of the successors chosen by Deng Xiaoping. And that leader wanted to reassert, he's more Maoist, he wanted to reassert the power of the party over the economy. He didn't like the, econ the market economy because it didn't go along with his communist ideology. And he set uh, China on a new course, uh, both economically and politically, and their economic growth has been reduced to almost zero, and that's created uh, economic problems in China. And politically, he is going for a third term, which was the unwritten rule was that the ruler of China would have to step down. A new person would take their place so you didn't have a personality cult like Mao's grow again. And so you have a uh, now 10 years after President Xi came into power, you have a political crisis coming up with the, uh, the two successors who are still alive to Deng and their political factions fighting to make sure that she does not have a third term. Uh, he's, of course, uh, purged a lot of those of uh, their followers uh, from the party uh, and uh, don't know how it'll come out. But the bottom line is that there is a political crisis going on in China now and an economic crisis, and that is very dangerous for the world. In order to assert his, to, to assert his power, he... He is threatening Taiwan in a way that is very serious. Uh, he's building up the military on the other side of the Taiwanese Straits. And uh, on our side, we aren't showing a lot of strength or confidence by the way we got out of Afghanistan. And he's looking at that. And that this could be a very dangerous situation coming up between uh, the United States and China in East Asia. Very interesting. Now, uh, we uh, will in about five minutes go into this uh, redistricting problem, but I want to talk about world affairs a little bit more because Ed Cox traveled around the world with his father-in-law, Richard Nixon, who was uh, probably the politician or president who had the greatest vision. Uh, General Vernon Walters, the late General Vernon Walters, who was on this program a dozen times, he always he briefed seven presidents of the United States, and he said there was only one president who briefed him, and that was Richard Nixon, <laughs> who knew more. And Walters was the one for Reagan who tied together Pope John Paul II, Lech Wałęsa, and Ronald Reagan to destroy uh, communism. Let's talk about the character, the vision, the brilliance of Richard Nixon, your late father-in-law. 
Oh, I had the privilege of the same experience that Vern Walters had to uh, to sit with uh, President Nixon, travel around the world with him. But on weekends, we were with him at the uh, he was a sage of Saddle River, New Jersey, <laughs> and we would be out there and absorb his wisdom, what was going on in the world, what was going on politically, uh, and even what was going on in the sports world, since he was a great uh, sports fan. Uh, but uh, this is a brilliant man, uh, and uh, he was right in the mix, writing books, uh, writing op-eds, and, and sharing his opinion with world leaders, many of whom uh, he met in our apartment here in New York City. Uh, it, was, it was a tremendous experience to travel with him and uh, to learn from him, not just, uh, not just uh, politics, but uh, how the world worked. Uh, I always um, wanted to tag along because General Walters had dinner with President Nixon once a month, and I just asked him if I could just sit in the background and learn about foreign affairs. Unfortunately, your late father-in-law passed before I was ever able to do that, but I really just wanted to be a fly on the wall and learn from his brilliance. Um, He knew more about foreign affairs than probably 10 heads of state uh, uh, today. Um, we're going to take a what little, I've, what yes. I've always said what I've always said about him uh, Brian yes. is that whether he was in office or out of office he was a great man period uh, some people uh, are great because of the office they hold uh, he was just a great man period whether in office or out of office uh, he was my favorite president uh, he looked 20 or 30 years ahead and um, I still remember with the exit from Vietnam it was military who were the last to leave Vietnam, not like in Afghanistan, being the first to leave. A man of vision and courage. Our guest today is Edward F. Cox, former chairman of the New York State Republican Committee, now getting involved in redistricting efforts on behalf of the Republican Party. If you're listening in Cheektowaga, New York, Montreal, or Washington, D.C., to our 50,000 watts on the BET 1520, drop us a note. Please write to Brian Rusk, The Bet, 1520, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. Uh, Thank you to those who have called regarding our recent guest, Lenny Lane, civic leader Frank Panasek, who works throughout New York State on Second Amendment rights, and Mike Sheehan with the Challenger Learning Center as they're throughout the United States. Coming up, we have Major General Bo Dias, as he will be a guest. Uh, We're going to replay that for the next two weeks. Then Steve Sams, um, a veteran of Iraq and Afghanistan, and Joseph Winters, who's the head of the the Family Business Center at Niagara University. little plug here with the Polish community. Western New Yorkers love their traditions, and the Ampol Legal has been writing about Polish-American traditions and events for over 50 years. News and features from a Polish-American perspective can be found in this weekly newspaper as well as recipes and a calendar of events don't miss out on the next cultural presentation or polka dance by reading the ampole legal the ampole legal is available in many tops and wegman stores for home delivery call 716-835-9454 that's 716-835-9454 to have the latest news from poland and polonia in your mailbox each week and Ed Cox's father-in-law, Richard Nixon, was so beloved in Poland because he always fought against communism. 
and the people of Poland hated communism, and Richard Nixon was a hero of the people of Poland. Let's talk about redistricting. Tell us what is the problem? Why are all these people trying to gerrymander these districts so they can control power for the next five decades? What's it all about, Edward Cox? Well, yes. Uh, a group of us, John Thasso and myself, uh, put together. Uh, we are fighting for fair districts here in New York. And the, the problem is that in 2020, the Democrats established two-thirds majorities in both houses of the legislature. And, of course, they have the governorship. It's one-party rule. And because they have that, those two-thirds majority, they passed amendments to the Constitution to assure that one-party rule, which are on the ballot uh, uh, this November. Uh, it will make it much easier for them to to redistrict this state the way they want so they can lock in those two-thirds majorities for the next decade. And they could also eliminate, in by their partisan gerrymandering, uh, five Republican members of Congress and reduce our, our congressional delegation, a Republican congressional delegation, from eight down to three before the campaign of 2022 even starts. And that's what they're trying to do. It's a question of one-party rule here in New York and one-party rule in Washington. That's what they're trying to do, and we are going to fight it tooth and nail, as we have, and we are prepared to do that. Okay. You said this uh, may be ending up in the courts. Is it going to end up in courts in New York State or in Washington or Albany or Rochester? Where? What courts is, are these going to go before these redistricting cases? Well, uh, the first uh, is the Independent Redistricting Commission, which was set up on a bipartisan basis. We control the state Senate uh, because it's the right thing to do, to have an independent commission draw fair lines. And uh, if, in fact, they do that, the Democrats are going to use their power in the legislature with these amendments that they have uh, ginned up to look very nice uh, are adopted in uh, in, in November uh, the and they uh, would uh, uh, give them the power then to redistrict to to in order to keep themselves in, in power we will have to go into court and we as uh, a, a court a federal court did establish uh, fair congressional districts uh, 10 years ago uh, uh, for a variety of reasons. But this time around, we will probably not be in federal court because there's been a Supreme Court case since then saying the federal courts will not take partisan redistricting issues. Uh, they, they'll only take uh, cases under the Voting Rights Act, and that's a limited kinds of cases. So we will be in state court here. Uh, uh, hopefully, uh, we will have a, uh, a fair court, a special master who will draw fair legislative districts uh, and will draw fair congressional districts so that we will have a real two-party system here in New York State. One-party system is not good for whether it's a Communist Party in China or the Democratic Party here in New York State. It is not good for any uh, for any country or state to have one party in a permanent rule. 
Well, I have it where I live. I'm in a town with an all-Democrat town board. I have a county that's run by the Democrats and the county executive and the legislature. I have a state that is run by all Democrats in leadership with our U.S. senators, both Democrats. And in Washington, I have all three parts with the Senate, House, and the White House in Democrat hands. And now we see, Edward, in the uh, Buffalo News, the morning of this taping, that gas, natural gas prices for heating people's homes is projected to go up this winter 43%, not 4.3%, but 43% with one-party rule. It sounds like Venezuela. Let's talk about the uh, Democrat one-party proposals. Tell us a little bit more about the evil of having all Democrat party rule uh, with this redistricting. Well, uh, let's start at the national level. One party rule, bear one party rule there, mm-hmm. and they are trying to jam through uh, a $3.5 trillion uh, bill that basically federalizes uh, a lot of things that belong at the state and local level can be done much more intelligently at the and and adapt to the different uh, states and different localities just the way those things should happen. Uh, just as they want to, on the federal level, establish federal control over the election processes in each of the states and and in even local jurisdictions. That's a disaster. It's a hard enough time getting the election process right uh, at the local level, but at least people at the local level can look at it, know what the problems are, make sure that it's done right. These are things that the federal government should not be involved in, but they want the federal government under their one-party rule to, in fact, uh, control everything from uh, elections to how our community colleges should be governed uh, to uh, a number of, of other issues that do not belong at the federal level. Let's talk about the Republican proposals to have two-party rule in the United States, not one-party rule. What are the Republican proposals, Edward F. Cox? Uh, Our Republican proposal that we are working hard on is to have fair districts drawn here in New York for uh, for all our races, whether legislative races and the state assembly and the state senate or for our congressional candidates we have a very good republican year coming up and we should if we have fair districts reestablish the republican party here in new york state as a as a strong as a strong party that has a voice in government uh and that will uh, the corruption that that uh, evolved during the Cuomo administration while I was uh, chairman, I followed it, I attacked it. We realized that it was indeed corrupt, and it was. It became clear that even the Democrats uh, <laughs> decided that Cuomo should not continue in, uh, as as governor, uh, and that's what happens when you have when you have one party rule. Uh, so we are looking forward to having fair districts and to establishing a strong Republican Party presence, uh, not just in Congress, where I think we get a majority in the House of Representatives if we get a share shake on redistricting here in New York, but also in Albany. Very good. For those who just tuned in to the Rusk Report, you're listening to The Bet 1520. 
as we reach 17 states and much of Canada. Please drop us a note to Brian Rusk at the Bet 1520, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. This show has been on the air for three decades, and we've had people um, on this program, such as General Alexander Haig, General Vernon Walters, and General William Westmoreland, all on the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520. A little bit more information about Edward F. Cox, former chair of the New York State Republican Committee. In 2007 and 2008, Ed Cox chaired John McCain's presidential campaign efforts in New York State. Ed Cox was elected chairman of the New York State Republican Committee at the committee's meeting in 2009. He had a seven-point agenda for the future when elected chairman, and they were this to be a full-time chairman, to win election victories in 2009 local elections, to rebuild the state party staff, to reestablish credibility of the state party nationally, to raise money, to recruit a slate of candidates up and down the ballot, and the last one to win statewide elections in 2010. But I'd like to get back to the foreign threat as China seems to be emboldened after the U.S. failure and loss and a disgraceful exit in Afghanistan. And now it seems that China is flexing its muscle, putting 200 military jets over Taiwan. And the people from Taiwan, I had a cab driver in New York City a few days ago, and he is from Taiwan, and he's scared to death of the Chinese taking over. Let's talk about that, Edward Cox. Yeah, well, the leader who really built up China's economy and loosened the control in the process of the Communist Party over China was the one that President Nixon and I met in 1979, Deng Xiaoping and his hand-picked successors who ruled China for 30 years, under which China really, really prospered. Uh, uh, there was happening in the under the new leader who came in in 2012, he wants to be the next Mao. He wants to be the individual who will rule China during his lifetime, uh, while Deng wanted uh, the leaders to step down, as his two successors did after 10 years. And in that process, uh, he, is, he is crushing the uh, Chinese economy. Uh, and uh, and there is also a lot of, of political discontent with him in in that process. Uh, he he violated the treaty obligations. The the Mr. Deng Xiaoping said the one country, two systems. That Hong Kong could be a part of China, but have their own system of government. Well, we see what happened to that over the last uh, two years, where he has crushed. The uh, the Hong Kong uh, 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 polity the way it is and is making it completely under control of the of the of the Communist Party in China, and Taiwan looking at that is saying that's not what we want. We have a really good functional uh, 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 democracy and a great economy that is producing the most advanced chips in the world. Uh, China is looking at them and say, saying, we want to take over Taiwan, both to push the United States and, and allied uh, countries out of East Asia, 
but also in order to take over that those the the Chinese the Taiwanese economy, which is producing some of the most advanced ships in the world, and that will give them additional economic leverage uh, in uh, in in the world economy. And that's what they're looking. That's what they're looking to do, and that's what it's about. And that's why, as you noted, they are inv- invading uh, the Taiwanese airspace uh, with their mm-hmm. military planes, hoping that some crazy Taiwanese pilot will do something that he shouldn't do and uh, attack one of the uh, one of the mainland China's planes. And then you've got a war going on. That's the kind of situation that happens when you show the weakness. And the incompetence uh, that President Biden showed in uh, in taking uh, uh, us out of Afghanistan. Well, we have a few minutes left on the Rusk report, and that's exactly what I wanted to ask Ed Cox about, who traveled throughout the world with former President Richard Nixon. I'm sure he learned a lot from the greatest man with vision and knowledge in the world in foreign politics, and that's the Afghanistan debacle. I mean. Could you please explain to me in any way why Biden did not listen to the generals who said very clearly in all the hearings a week ago that we should have left 2,500 to 4,000 U.S. troops there in Afghanistan for stability? Why didn't Biden listen to his generals? All politics. He wanted to announce... Uh, on uh, the t- the uh, 20th anniversary of 9/11, uh, September 11th, he said we will be out by then, and he set a firm deadline. And this was during the summer fighting season. He should have done it in the winter when the Taliban don't fight. He should have held on to Bagram Air Base until right. we got all of our allies and uh, all of our all of our uh, troops out. It was a disaster in the way he designed it, and it was purely for political reasons. And the result was a political disaster for him in the end, as well as a disaster for the United States and the world. What what a a disgrace. A child would have known better to take the military out first instead of uh, last. Um, We have one more minute left on the Rusk Report. Where are we going next with this redistricting? for the Republican Party in New York State? Uh, well, if the Independent uh, Redistricting Commission, if the Democrats cons- insist on uh, it not being independent, or if they overrule a good map that would be drawn by that Independent Redistricting Commission, which they have the power to do in the legislature, we will be in court, and we will be looking for a probably a, a state court to uh, to establish fair districts in both houses of the legislature and uh, for uh, for our congressional uh, seats and that will give the republicans a fighting chance uh and i think we're on the rise nationally and uh, we should be on the rise here in new york state and uh, establish a strong two-party system here in new york state well we all hope for a two-party system that's what america has been based on for a century. So we wish Ed Cox well, former chair of the New York State Republican Party, who with Congressman John Fosso is leading the redistricting efforts for the New York State Republican Committee. Again, thank you for your brilliance 
and Enlightenment, Edward Cox. Special thanks to Kevin Carr, our Director of Production for the Rust Report for the past 15 years. Thank you for teaching us so much about statewide and national politics. Ed Cox, and have a great week. You've been listening to The Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at the Western New York community with news, features, and special guests. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write to Brian Rusk, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Amherst, New York, 14226. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.